As you prepare for retirement, you'll be faced with many important choices. We want you to make the right ones. Welcome to Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott. Charles is an accredited investment fiduciary. He's well-equipped to help you make sound financial decisions. We want you to experience a meaningful retirement. On our podcast, we believe financial choices matter. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this edition of Financial Choices Matter with the podcast with Charles Scott. I'm your co-host, Mark Killian, and we are back for a mid-September conversation when it comes to investing, finance, and retirement. And we have a working microphone. What's going on, my friend? How are you? Hey, I'm good. You can hear me. That's that's great. Uh, the last one we did, we got a little fuzzy, a little I think. Fuzzy, and yeah. uh was it? Well, I don't know. I'll take the blame. That you, was my fault. You sound no. It's fine. It's technology. No. You sound wonderful. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> well, I hope my you're radi- doing well. My radio voice. Your radio voice. Yeah, there you go. You got to drop it down a little lower and be like, "You're listening to the podcast." It's, yeah. Well, it's, I guess, or it's the radio face. I think that's the. <laughs> there you go. Well, listen, I got we got a lot to unpack on this podcast, so we're going to jump in and start talking about it. I don't know if I'm sure you saw this, but Vanguard put out a How America Saves 2020 report, and it's packed with a just ton of interesting and intriguing facts about kind of some things that have gone on here this year. Now, to be fair, I think this data is from the latter half of 19 and into like the spring of 2020. But anyway, I just wanted to take some take a few minutes to, to look at some of the top takeaways from this study and just kind of get your thoughts on it, okay? Sure. All right, so this is how uh, some eye-opening stats I feel on how Americans save, and at least they have the last year or so. Uh, the data now shows, Charles, that it says the defined contribution plans, 401ks, 403bs, you know, the alphabet soup, are now used by more than 100 million Americans with assets past $8.8 trillion. Now, that sounds like a ton of money. Uh, what about your client base? Are defined contribution plans pretty much the centerpiece for a lot of your clients? They have been, depending on, you know, as we've, as people have aged and retired, we've rolled them out because you've got a lot more investment choices potentially out there. Um, but the thing that struck me, I mean, most people participate and we certainly encourage it all the time. I mean, our kids are both working they both have 401k plans. They're both, they have a Roth option. That's a good thing. Right. But, you know, so they're both putting in and getting a company match and it's, they're accumulating wealth. That's the whole idea. But I thought some of the, you know, the couple of numbers that are in, in what you just read are really interesting. $8.8 trillion. That's with a T. Okay. Right. A hundred, a hundred million. So when you divide that up, what's the average size of a 401k? Uh, $88,000. Eight, okay. 88 grand. Yeah. If you're taking money out of that in retirement and you want to turn that into income, if you're taking it out at 3% a year, it's 220 bucks a month. My guess is that's not going to make, you know, that's not that big a deal. Yeah. Very true. If you're taking it out of 4%, it's $293 a month. So it's going to be between two and $300 a month. Still not getting it done probably. Still not getting it done properly. You're certainly not living the high style. Right. I mean, that's just it, but that's, but that's but that's just one. That's just would be one account, though, right? Considering if this was just your four hundred one k, you may have other assets. Yeah. Well, that's right. Okay. But it's the re, you know, I mean, so many people focus just on this and don't do anything else because they think they're going to be. That's a great. Yeah, point. I'll be fine. I'll be fine with this. I just you know, I put a little bit in and it's going to grow and I'll have enough when I come out. Well, if you're not spending anything in retirement, yeah, you'll have enough. But mm. this is this is not going to get you where you where you want to go. People, hmm. you know depending on how you want to have a retirement and however they, we, I don't define it for anybody. I'll just help you define it for yourself and just see where you come out. I just think, you know, $200 or $300 a month is, 
Yeah, it's not quite probably where we want to be. All right. I don't. I don't think so. Probably not. I don't All think right. so. Uh, no. Average number of funds offered in these plans, Charles, seventeen point four, according to the study. Average yeah. number of funds used, only two point four. Is this reflective of the of a common criticism that there really aren't enough choices or a lot of choices? In many uh, defined contribution plans? Uh, it's the exact opposite of that. The more choices you give, the less people use it. It's like Netflix, it, right? It, I can never find anything. It confuses people. <laughs> There's too much. Yeah. There's just too much. The idea of only using a couple of them makes perfect sense. I've got, I've seen hundreds of 401k plans in my career. They're all basically the same boring thing. The Department of Labor forces the diversification issue, they force them into nothing special. That doesn't mean that they don't work because they can work. And over a long period of time, they do work. But you've got no choice. You've got a what? You've got a choice of an average of 17 funds. And I'll guarantee you that 12 of them are large cap funds. There's going to be a, you know, a couple of bond funds. There might be a small cap or a mid cap and there might be an international. They're all the same. They're all the same. You've got a different mutual fund entity here, but they all invest in the same stuff. I'm a big fan of 401k plans done right. And for most people, they don't know. They'll t what is it? 75 or 80% of new money going in goes into a target date fund. Well, that's just to set it and forget it. Those are fabulously profitable for the mutual fund companies. Right, oh, right. criminy Christmas. Um, and they do a good job of diversifying you. But from a creative, they just bother me. They're way too boring. Well, there's the certainly certainly a lot of data in this, and we'll jump around here a little bit. But I, yeah. I thought some of it was interesting. Like it said in 2019, 34% of plan participants didn't even contribute enough to meet their employer's match. That's yeah, a pretty employer's high. match is free money, man. Uh, right, Just 34%. Get it, for God's sake. <laughs> right. I mean, I get that sometimes things happen and maybe checks get really tight and you're living paycheck to paycheck, but right. that's other people's money is awesome. You know, that's, other, that's free money oh, from yeah. somebody else, right? Yeah. And, Thirty-four yeah, percent return on the dollar you put in, and, and to I could see that being a uh, understanding that, but that's awfully seems awfully high that people just did not put in enough to get the oh, match. No, yeah, no. so pretty crazy. No, no, I well trust me. Yes, I, I I will. I've said it before. I'll say it again, and I will say it again in the future because it's the biggest truism of all in this. In the greatest wealthiest country in the history of the world, we have a population that's financially illiterate. And mm -hmm. if we're doing even a little bit of benefit here with these podcasts, then I, you know, I've done what I was put on earth to do. Oh, and that's, that's a nice people way of get smarter it. about this. Yeah. And I appreciate your help in doing that, Mark, but yeah. it just, it drives me crazy. It no, drives that's me crazy. Well, okay. So let me ask you that. You're thinking about that. So is there any reason, I mean, uh, other than obviously times are super unbelievable tight to not for that 34% to not at least meet that employee ma or employer match. I mean, no, no, unless you, yeah, unless you just absolutely can't afford it, unless it's just, you know, and then go get a side gig. If you're justifying, you know, and be honest, if you're listening or if you've got a family member who's doing this, if you're justifying and maybe, maybe after COVID, yes, things got a little, maybe you got furloughed, but a lot of this data again was from late, you know, 2019 yeah, into the yeah. early part of 2020. Again, that's free money. And it's just setting aside a little bit towards retirement. And we're not talking 34%, folks. So, by the way, if you didn't hear that correctly, it's just 34% of people were not putting in enough. And usually it's only, what, 3 or 4% to get a company match a lot of times? Yeah. Maybe 5? Yeah. Three three's is probably the, 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 the typical number. Yeah. I mean, 3% off of, a, let's say you made 1000 bucks, freezy math, 3% off 1000 bucks a week. I mean, really? I, no, I know. I mean, you, I could, know. you could spend that at... You know, there's no good, there's no good explanation for it. Right, there really isn't. So, I mean, even if they, <laughs> even if times are super tight, I guarantee you, if you cut one cup of coffee for the month, you are good. 
you yeah. know. So I know. All right, uh, let's move on a little bit more. So leaving funds with an old employer, pretty common thing actually. A lot, eighty percent of participants uh, who have been terminated still have assets with a prior employee. That's pretty, and I imagine that's gone up through COVID. Yeah, I'm sure it has. I'm sure it has. Get it out of there, A, because you don't want them just sending a check. If it's a small amount, they're going to send you a check. They're going to just close the account and get rid of it. If it's a bigger account, they're going to keep it. There's things you can do with those dollars. I mean, I would suggest, you know, uh, convert them into a Roth. Take them out into an IRA, then convert them to a Roth IRA. Pay the tax now. Good grief. Taxes are on sale. They're going to go up. They're just going to go up. I mean, all the money that the government has pushed into this system since COVID-19 started, since this, you know, I mean, they're just- Even before that, I mean, we were at what? Well, no, I know that. Did 20 the, to trillion. Go, get, go to the nationaldebtclock.org and watch that thing go crazy. Oh, yeah, we, but we every were like, second what? Of every day. We were probably at 20 trillion, you know, on the last administration, so yeah. Yeah, it was, it's it's astonishing. I mean, somewhere they've got to raise taxes. They have to pay for this stuff. Take them, get rid of, you know, convert it now. You know, pay the low tax, get it over with. You know, you could convert- even if you didn't convert to a Roth, you could convert to life insurance, cash value life insurance, tax-free in retirement, just like a Roth is. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, don't well, just let those things sit there. Use them. Use them to your advantage. They're to no one's advantage when they're just ignored and left in an old plan. Well, and it's interesting that you say that, too, because that means about 96% of the available assets are there to be rolled over into something else. I mean, yeah. the impact of 96% of these people's assets being able to go into a Roth or even an IRA where you just have more control than just sitting in an old orphaned account is pretty staggering. Yeah, no, that's it. The 401k stuff, we're, you know, we're talking about that because it's really interesting, this whole retirement saving stuff is one of the reasons that's led us to create the Rescue My 401k program. Mm -hmm. I've talked about it a little bit before, but we've got a way, and you don't have to wait till you retire. We, we have a process that we've created, we being an attorney partner and I, where we can take your dollars, any amount, any age. I mean, you don't have to be retirement age. You don't have to be 59 and a half. There are, we can get them out of your 401k. We can get them into an IRA, give you more choices, give you more control over it. Then we can do all kinds of things we talked about on these podcasts over time. And uh, there's no tax and there's no penalty. doesn't matter. Any age, any amount, it's doable. So, you know, if it sounds too good to be true, it's not because we're doing it. So call the office. I'll tell you more. Okay. Well, yeah, and I can make it easy for you. All you got to do is reach out to him <laughs> by simply calling this number right here, 480-513-1830. That's 480-513-1830. If you'd like to learn more about the program Charles was just talking about, which is uh, the Rescue My 401k program. So again, give him a call if you've got some questions about that. That's been our conversation this uh, podcast episode here. So 480-513-1830. Don't forget, you can also stop by the website, pellettoncapital.com, P-E-L-L-E-T-O-N capital.com. And while you're there, subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform and app you like to use. And while you're there, you can also submit us an email question. And that's what we're going to wrap up the show with this week. Tristan in Glendale says, uh, Charles, I'm in my late 50s and recently divorced, and I'm very worried about what retirement will look like now that I'm just going to have the one Social Security benefit and only half the assets. Can you overcome a divorce this late in life? Depends on how, <laughs> how much you've got half of. But yeah, it's possible. There's a couple things. And it's the, the, so, the half of your assets have been divided. Use them wisely. Talk to somebody that can help you grow them prudently. Mm -hmm. um, but the Social Security thing is something that is just gigantically misunderstood. Okay. Gigantically misunderstood, not only by the public, but I'll bet you that three out of every four advisor doesn't 
really understand it. They think they do, they don't. Just if you've got a social security question, call Sherry. She's the expert in the office. I defer to her all the time. So the, the deal with social security though, and I'm gonna answer Tristan, I'm gonna answer it specifically is, you're entitled to 100% of your social security benefit, okay? Which mm -hmm. makes sense. Or half of your ex-spouses, whichever is greater. So think about that. If, you're, if your spouse earned a lot more and put a lot more into the system, when you're both, you have to have been married for 10 years, you have to have been divorced for two. Okay, Those that's the, the caveat, right? Yeah. There's a caveat. That's it. Uh, the 10-year one is usually, I mean, we had a client once that had been married for nine and a half years, kicked herself. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Didn't know. Just didn't know. Uh, you've got to both be at claiming age, but it doesn't mean either one of you have to have claimed yet. So you can claim half. And they don't, they don't have to, right, Charles? So like she could, no, that's right. she yeah, could, yeah. She could she, hypothetically you know, she claim could, when the he person- He could be working yep. and she can claim half of his, you yep. know, his, his benefit. Yep. So it's really, it's, there's a whole bunch you can do. Uh, if you're going to claim it before you get the full retirement age, you're going to lose some of the benefit, but that's just normal. I mean, we, we've always given the example of a doctor, a surgeon has been married and divorced three times and is married again. Okay. Okay. Four. We got four. All four of those spouses, the, th the three ex-spouses for sure, mm -hmm. all four, and, and the one he's still now married to, all four of them have a claim against half of his Social Security benefit. And it doesn't Plus, affect that person. And no, and he still gets all yeah. of his I think sometimes people think, benefit. ooh, they're one of two ways. They're like, oh, I don't want to mess with them. I don't want to have any contact. And, no, and other people right, right. other people say it's irrelevant. So yeah. what you, you know, in this example, it's like, okay, he's get he gets one, four other people get a half. So there's no wonder the social security system's got some issues. Right. Uh, but most people don't know how to take advantage of this. So it's there. That will make that can make a huge difference, even if it's a couple hundred bucks a month more. Oh it's, yeah, you know, got it. You got to know. I'll, so. I'll share. I'll share an interesting one for you as well uh, for that question. My mom actually wound up uh, learning about that. She's seventy nine and went ahead and and applied with the Social Security office about her first husband. Um, who uh, had passed away, uh, and they hadn't been married in thirty years, and because she didn't, she learned about right. that, didn't right. know, and and she was able to get a little bit more on her social security, yes. um, even though they hadn't been married in thirty some odd years. That's right. And if it's if your ex spouse that you've been married long enough to dies, then you're entitled to basically all of theirs. Yeah, that's as a survivor, as a divorce survivor. Yeah, because yeah, Sherry, Sherry lives and breathes this stuff. Well, call her, ask her. She's she is. She's the absolute expert in this. So whenever I'm talking about it or if I'm writing something about it, I always double check with her because otherwise, I, don't, I know I'll get it right if she does it. All right. We'll pick up the phone. Give Sherry a jingle at 480-513-1830. Same phone number, 480-513-1830. And let them know you'd like to talk about the Social Security side of things or if you want to come in for a consultation or a review or to talk about rescuing your 401k, whatever's on the docket, they're there to help. You just have to reach out to them. And as always, we appreciate your time. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button or the heart button or whatever app you're using, whatever they use to kind of uh, signify that you want to hear more of that content. You can find it all at pelotoncapital.com and we'd certainly appreciate the uh, subscribe. That way you'll get new episodes when they come out. You can also check out past episodes and all that good stuff as well. Charles, my friend, thanks for your time as always. I hope you have a great week and I'm so glad we got back to the normal audio. You you sound wonderful. Oh, well, thanks, Mark. You, yeah, never mind. I, I was going <laughs> to think of something snappy, but nothing came in. Nothing so. came in. The train left the out. station, huh? So. All, All right. right. Take care. All right, my friend. Stay safe and sane. And we'll see you next time here on Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott, fiduciary advisor at Peloton Capital Management.
Financial planning and investment advisory services are provided by Peloton Capital Management Limited, a state-registered investment advisor. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No one should assume the information presented here serves as a receipt of or substitute for personalized individual advice provided by Peloton Capital Management. For more information, visit www.pelotoncapital.com.